0: Hello, this is Dan Winter, and this is the Montesano School District Podcast. Today is Thursday, March 14th, and this is episode number 12. Feel free to subscribe in order to stay up to date with the goings-on around the district. We'll be holding brief interviews with staff, students, and community members to discuss topics that may be of interest. Today's guest is Beacon Elementary teacher Marisa Lalonde. How's it going? Good, thank you. Tim? I'm as good as ever. Okay, good. To what hear. a nice day, though. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, Marisa, glad you could be here. Thank you. Let's uh, do a little quick intro. First grade teacher, Montesano. Yes. You live here in town, which yes. I'm assuming is what sort of led you to apply for this job. Yes. How many years ago?
1: I think I'm on year eight here in this school district.
0: Wow. Um, what is. Uh, One of the things that you like the most about teaching in Montesano?
1: Well, I like how the schools are small in the sense of that there's good family relationships between everybody. Um, I work with a lot of fantastic people from grade levels that are below me, above me, and even within through the high school.
0: And you were teaching in Hoquim prior to this, correct? Yes, yes. Has it
2: always been first grade for you?
1: No, I did two years in second grade and 12 years in fourth grade. And then to get a position over here, I taught a kindergarten and title split.
0: And And how is your year going to this point? Very good. Transition with new principal going okay? Yes. Okay. Uh, The reason we wanted to have you on, one of the reasons, is because we have an interest Mutual interest in books. Yes. So Tim and I and the other male administrators are in a book club, Mm -hmm. and we meet every month after the board meeting at Tim's house to Mm -hmm. discuss a book, and like I'm sure most book clubs, you rotate through the book. Mm -hmm. And you're in a book club as well, correct? Yes, I am. Okay, so I wanted to to, uh, have you on so we could talk about some books because we've done this a little bit just sort of randomly or via email. and I know you brought some of your favorites. The one that you did not bring that we'll start with (laughs) is The Magician.
1: Oh, yes. No, I did bring that. It's just on my Kindle. Okay. Oh, (laughs) before we we get into that,
0: let's talk about the Kindle versus the books, because I have gone strictly to Kindle. Mm -hmm. And my reasoning is because I usually read it on my phone. So anywhere I go, if I'm um, waiting for one of my kids to be done with something, I can sit there and read. Mm -hmm. If I'm early for a meeting, I can sit there and read. So it works great for me. But I know there's a lot of people that are not Kindle people that are more book people. So what are you guys' preferences
2: well first let's acknowledge the invention what a great invention that was (laughs) and a guy somebody figured that out that you can get every book and uh that's print uh, basically on your kindle um i am starting to transition to all kindle Uh, i do like as i think everybody will kind of agree that there is something about holding a book in your hand Mm -hmm. and and watching the pages turn
0: and that was hard for me at first yeah i think that
2: that for me that was the hardest part but I'm with you, Dan. It's supportable, portable. It's accessible. You take it on the plane and nobody, I mean, it's, it's pretty much I'm getting to be 90% Kindle.
1: I would agree with that. I'm probably 90% Kindle also. Of course, I like it for the exact same reasons Mm -hmm. as that. It's just instantly there, especially that you can put it on your phone. The other reason why I really like the Kindle is I can instantly go to Amazon and I can see their reviews. So, Do you
0: read the samples before you buy them?
1: Um, only with Sean's books. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Sean, we, in our book club we have a, we've had a history of some stinkers that have come through. <laughs> so we could talk about that. Um,
1: but I do like hard books, also, especially when you go on vacation, mm-hmm. um, because I traditionally go where it's sunny, and you cannot read a Kindle in the sun. That makes it very difficult. The other thing is my husband works graveyard, and that's why I like the Kindle is because when I when we're sleeping in the evening, then exactly it, it's not there's not bright so that's light. That's what it is yeah. for me too. Yeah.
0: Is that I my wife goes to bed earlier than I do, and so I can read in the dark with the Kindle. Uh, We talked a little bit about this before we started, but what is your cutoff point to say, okay, I'm going to finish this book or I'm done with it?
1: Well, I did used to, similar to you, say 100 pages. And now it's moved down to 50. And my most recent book that I did not finish (laughs) went just to 30. I just think there's so many good books out there.
0: So 30 pages, you said.
1: If it's not a hook.
0: So here's the interesting thing is I get on the Kindle now. I forget the pages. I just go by percentage. So I'm at a 50%. And sometimes that's pushing it. I'm trying to think of the book that I just read that in fact Tim it was one of our book club books it was the sequel to Bear Town
2: Oh us against them
0: and it was the first 50% was just a recap of the previous book and mm. i so many times i thought i'm done with this but i got past 50% mark and and finished it it was pretty good
2: so marisa what what if you had to pick a book it was your turn to pick a book what is your genre of choice, or is do you have one that you just say, hey, you know what, I'm always going to lean to uh, you a know, uh, historical fiction style?
1: Well, actually, I do really enjoy. I'm finding as I get older that I like mm. the historical fiction. But if I lean towards something, I'm usually in purchasing maybe the author. Like if I'm on vacation, I'm at Costco, and I'm like, ooh, what book should I get? Then I would go to a certain author, which would be the Jodi Picoult or it would be um, Kristen Hannah, but you, otherwise, I I am always asking who's got a bu- good book, who's got a good book, and that's probably where I get most of my selection.
0: Do you find yourself after you've read a couple of books by the same author saying, "Okay, I've got to take a break from this," and
1: for sure, and so that's even though
0: they're still enjoyable,
1: correct, just because the plots seem to be the same.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what are you reading now?
1: Um, currently, I am reading *The Silent Patient*, and that is our book club book.
2: Is it a uh, uh, is it a recommended book, or are you saying uh, that it is just a book and you're reading it?
1: Well, so far, I would probably recommend it. My problem is I'm kind of slow on the train of um, watching *Downton Abbey*, so that is currently <laughs> taking over my. Reading time with the Kindle. We call
2: that binge watching, I think, right?
1: (laughs) But yes, I'm on chapter four and I'm enjoying it. It's supposed to be a thriller.
0: So some of the other books that we have both read in our book clubs, I know we talked about, Educated.
1: Yes, very good.
0: Um, That's one of those books. And the other one is The Tattooist of Auschwitz, which has not been a book club book for us, but I've read it and have passed it around. It's one of those that you think about Mm -hmm. for a long time afterwards. Same with um, The Magician that we talked about earlier. Yes, that one I couldn't start another book after I was done with that because I just carried it with me for about a week and I just it took a long time
2: to get something else going we've often talked about that how you almost don't want that when it's when you're into the book you do not want that book to end you you want it to just keep going and going and going and and uh, the magician for me was that style of book it was just like okay I don't want this to stop. And for those listening, the author of that book
0: is Ever Hayes. There's two magicians, but you have to find the right one. So The Magician by Ever Hayes, and we can put that in the show notes as well.
1: Well, and I agree because I think that when you finish a book, my what I find is I don't want to change the characters. I'm not ready to let it go. It's the I'm always thinking that there's not an ending, what happened next in their life, especially with that book, which I had to put down because I was so upset.
0: Well, about I remember it. you said an email I couldn't about finish that. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
1: could I had to stop and finish it the next day because I was so upset over it.
0: So the tattooist, did you feel similarly about that?
1: Yes, I did. However, I feel like because it's a history, you know the closure. So I was and then I did a did some research on the internet again, so then that was another closure.
0: So I felt a real connection to those characters in that book. Mm-hmm. I mean that was another one that it ended, and I know Tim, you read it, and you said you had a hard time sleeping afterwards. Well,
2: uh, it's just one of the, another one of those things where you're you're reading history, mm-hmm. and you know that it happened, and you can't believe that we allowed that to happen.
0: Correct. Or w-
2: when I say we, the civilization allowed that to happen, mm-hmm. and uh, so that that just stuck with me so uh, vividly because it's true, and I think that's why I would always pick uh, my. Latest book, which some people would find probably boring, was leadership, and and leadership in turbulent times, mm-hmm. and it's just basically the the stories of uh, Lyndon B. Johnson, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt, and oh. Franklin Roosevelt, and and what it took for them to lead during really tough times in our country's history. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's doc well documented what they did, but w- where were their failures? What was their their stances on certain situations. It's just always baffling to me how they we get through those times.
1: Well, one of the things that I did read a book, and I didn't finish it, because <laughs> I thought it was boring. <laughs> However, it was about the gentleman um, who was the American um, ambassador over in Germany at the time. And so I I was able to get that connection of why in the world did this go on for so long And according to the book that I had read was because there was information coming over to the United States, obviously, Mm -hmm. because of time period, it didn't get over there fast enough. And then when the United States read it, they were like, really? Are you sure about that? So they didn't believe it. And so then they would write a letter back. And then somebody might go through and say, oh, no, 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 no. That was just, that's not exactly how it happened when really it was happening. Mm -hmm. And it was even worse. So when I'm thinking about the tattooists of Auschwitz, I can, I, that's why there is a little bit more closure because of the fact that I could go back and forth between books.
0: Have you read City of Thieves?
1: No, I have not yet, but you have told me
0: about it. That's, that's a good one
2: too. If you like historical fiction. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Exactly. I would, I would highly recommend that book. And, um, you know, we have another common book that, uh, and I'll probably mispronounce as a man called Ove. Oh, yes, and I, so good. We—I'm not exactly sure if it's Ove or Ove a or mm-hmm. Ove, but it, uh, that style of of book that has you know uh, the hundred-year-old man uh, crawled out the window and disappeared. Another Oops. book that just has a little bit of a different style of writing, and maybe I, I would like maybe call it a—you can almost hear the Swedish accent in some of those mm-hmm. books, and I just. Uh, I just hung on to those books for a long time because there's a lot of really quality philosophy, quality quips. Uh, I think we've used that term a lot. Uh, I'm almost a doctor, so I know a lot about this. Right. uh, (laughs) I'm almost a writer. (laughs) So you've
0: probably been asked this before. Mm -hmm. If you had to name the best book of all time for you, Mm -hmm. can you come up with something?
1: Yes, Cane River. And it was, I think the author is pronounced, it starts with an L, uh, Tiedemann. No, not Tiedemann. I'm not 100% sure. Or maybe a T. T. (laughs) Yeah, it starts with a T. Anyway, but it is historical fiction because it is the story of her life. It was an Oprah pick that I read probably 17 years ago and um but she did have to it wasn't exactly because she put in dialogue Mm -hmm. because she wouldn't know that history and so you follow her family from um before yes that's it before oh tadme before um the civil war and after the civil war and it has pictures in there and it it, it um, talks to you about how white came into the family into her family that w- began as slaves and that was an excellent moving book very good
2: hmm. could
0: you answer that question
2: well i would answer it but i would i guess i would say uh, the ones that pop into my head right now are the, the series of books with the girl with the dragon tattoo. Okay. And it, it hung with me because of well, there's a series of three books and it just I just really enjoyed the whole grouping. And yet um I can't say that I would recommend it to somebody else because I'm not sure that they would like that style of book. But I enjoyed those three books to the point of where, you know, I can recommend it to my wife and she'll read them and I think, yeah, I did it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, th- that reminds me, and totally unrelated, but the girl on the train. Mm-hmm. Did you read that? Yes, did I you did. You watch the movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. The movie was horrible.
1: It was bizarre, <laughs> but it did make some connections for me that I couldn't picture in my head. So I'm glad that I did read or um, watch it. But
0: yeah, so is there is there ever a time when the, you read a book and watch the movie and the movie's better? I, I'm going to no. say probably not yeah, for I me. No,
2: I, I can't come up with one. No,
1: I did have a com- uh, comment that. Oh, no, now I've lost the title. So if I think of it, that somebody did end up saying that they liked the movie better.
0: What you, about you, Dan? What's your, what's well, your book? It's, it's hard because I think about I mean, with the books we've already talked about, the recent ones. The, I was thinking of a recommendation for someone recently, and this book goes back to the 80s. But A Prayer for Owen Meany by John Irving is really mm-hmm. a good book. And that one, that's another one that you really think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned Oprah's book list, and mm-hmm. you mentioned recommendations on Amazon. Are there other places besides just, you know, talking to friends and that you look for for book recommendations?
1: Not really. I mean, Amazon just makes it so easy for (laughs) me. How accurate
0: (laughs) do you find those though?
1: Well, I'm kind of a uh, star snob. I will only go for something that is four and a half stars or better. And then I always then read what it's about. And then my next step is who's cheaper. <laughs> well, yes, but that's why I always read the sample because
0: if it's if uh, you read the sample and it's no good, you save yourself a few bucks. Yeah.
1: Well, that is true, but since I usually do look for the you know two dollar or cheaper book, <laughs> well, that's the thing about the magician. I think that book was ninety nine cents. It was yes, the best, the best dollar was. I've ever spent. Yeah, and that was yeah. an that was an excellent book. That was very
0: mm-hmm.
2: good. So, uh, I mean. I have, I've already mentioned that historical fiction for me is what what I kind of search out and like to read. Um, have you read any like autobiographies that you thought or look back on and you think, you know that person is totally different than what I would have envisioned them to be?
1: Actually, I haven't. <laughs> I've never read one. I mean, unless you might put it under the educated mm-hmm. one, but that that's almost fits in a few different genres. And the
2: reason I say that is, in the, my last book that I recommended to you was leadership. Right. Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson for me was that person. I, um, you know, I was raised under that during that time, mm-hmm. and you know, we had a perception in our household of what he was like and what he, and it was totally different than what I envisioned. I'm, I, I hate to admit this, I may have been wrong about him. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I just found that interesting. Well, Marisa, time has
0: flown by. Mm -hmm. I think what we will do is have you on again.
1: Okay.
0: um, You know, maybe in the fall. Okay. After we've had a good summer of reading. (laughs) Remember the last one? I keep thinking about the book, The Nest, which I really liked and you hated. I did not like it. So those are the great discussions to have. Say, oh, really? Why didn't you like that? But anyway, uh, it's been fun to have you here. We'll do this again because Mm -hmm. it's always fun to talk books and um, keep the recommendations coming for us and we'll try to do the same because we
2: need the help. (laughs) As we uh, have discussed many times, every once in a while, we need a shot in the arm, so to speak, to kind of get us going, so... Thank you.
1: Yes, thank you.
2: All right.